He really did think he Cut was going to win? I didn't think he was going to win. <laughs> Cut him off. So I, then I'm thinking like, man, that's all good. I grow him back. Nah. <laughs> That line was going back. <laughs> I said, it's a wrap for that. God said, God said, you better not do it. Man. You do it here, and I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, it's over. You know what really got me, though, man? My partner, man, He when he started hitting me with that, with that little, I was like, nah. But I said, yeah, go on here and just take it off. I can't even have it. Kept, kept using more and more of the can every time you got to cut. I was like, man, You got to bring that can with you next time, brother. You use the whole one last time. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, this over. Just go ahead and, and uh, oh, God. let me get the ball <laughs> straight up and down. Listen to my daddy's podcast, the world illest podcast through my eyes with one eye to don't forget to tap it into the. Ayo, ayo, ayo. Ultra Magnetic TV. If you see it, then Powered by Audio Club Music. This is none other than your boy Ill Will, One Eye Willie, and this is the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes with one eye, Willie. What up? What up? What up? Yo, 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 what up, everybody? And welcome back to the World's List Podcast. Through my eyes with one eye, Willie. This is episode 11. And today, all the way from Lexington, I got my man Lex in the building. What's going on with you? What's going on, bro? Man, chilling, chilling, man. How was that that ride down here? We was talking earlier about that. Yeah. Whether you take the Bluegrass Parkway <laughs> or you go through Louisville. Yeah, I don't know about the Louisville way. For it's always the same way for me, so I'm always Bluegrass. But I guess that's why I was yawning and stuff coming yeah. down here. Cause man, I'm telling it you. It is a boring ride. It just rode. Yeah, that's all it is. Just straight highway. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm going to Lex, I'm like, man, we already passed this. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't nothing but the same thing. So I always like to take that Louisville way, go through the Ville. Before we get into it, y'all, this portion of the podcast is sponsored by John Woo's The Producers Corner. Make sure that you follow The Producers Corner. It's a dope event where you can go out, network, meet with other people within the industry, videographers, different artists, producers, you know, everything. So on everything under the sun. Make sure y'all come in. He has those Producers Corner about once or twice a month. So check that out. Yo, what up? This is John Woo, and this portion of Through My Eyes with One Eye Williams sponsored by the producers corner the producer corner is a creative space for artists producers media creatives and hustlers just like yourself to come out network gain knowledge about the industry and the culture follow me on instagram at john will got beats so you do not miss the dopest networking event in the area 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 are you a creative personality or sports analyst who wants to record your own podcast for the world to hear? Well, let me tell you about my people over at Buzzsprout. What they do, man, it's amazing, and I hate for you all to miss out. You'll get a great-looking podcast website with audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to let you guys know how you were doing. Are these people listening? Where people are listening at? So on and so forth. Um, and they will also drop you off a few tools to help promote your episodes. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. I mean, through my eyes with one eye, Willie, we're on all of those, man. Y'all can go check us out at any one of those sites. 
So check it. If you sign up for a paid plan, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card, which helps our show. So come on and join the 100,000 podcasters that are already using Buzzsprout to send their message out to the world. What is you waiting for? This season is sponsored by none other than Fade King's Barbershop. You know, go down there with your hair all messed up, your line jacked up. My mans, they gonna get you together. Shout out to the homie MJ, shout out to the homie Dame, and everybody else who works down there. So make sure y'all go check my people out at Fade King's Barbershop, located at 1111 North Dixie Highway in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Man, get that line straightened out. So, let's get to it. Lex, you are originally from Kentucky. Um, from from Lexington, Kentucky. What was it like growing up in Lexington? Uh, to actually, like, for real, like, I'm actually from, like, I was born in a smaller town. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? But then I moved to Lexington when I was, like, 12. Okay. That's when I pretty much got introduced to, like, Real life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I lived in the country before that. <laughs> well, what's the little small town you from? Uh, Cynthia. Harrison County. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man, you might know a couple of my partners there. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah, you know a dude named Yash? Yash, man? Yeah, that's my guy. That's my cousin. What about Wilkes? Ah, uh, yep. That's my, that's my nigga. Yeah. Yeah, them grew, my, grew up with them. <laughs> yeah, them yeah. my guy. We grew up to, with them. We went to Western together. Oh, so when really? you said Cynthia, I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to know them. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah they're my so guys. So like, yeah, grew up with them, man. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that's what's up. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, that's, see, that's crazy. I'm going to have to holler at Will. Look at that. The guy with my wife, you know. You yeah, know my wife. I know your wife, too. We locked in. Now you know my people are Cynthia. Man, that's crazy. Small world, man. We all the way in. Dang, man. Shout out to Japika, too, man. That's my homegirl. We graduated. Together, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, Lexington is home of the University of Kentucky. Did you grow up a fan? Did you grow up a fan of see, UK? Er, see, everybody think I'm weird because I like. I've always liked the UK football team. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's probably because I play football all my life. Right, right. But my basket basketball team, I'm a Duke fan. Okay. Because I. Cause I used to live when I like got introduced to basketball for real. I lived in North Carolina. Okay. Like I'm an army brat. So. Oh, okay. You're an army brat too, then. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. So, so like, what? Fayetteville. Yep. Okay. I've been up there before. Yep. I yep. got a dope. They had. Well, I went up there when they had that real big mall. I think they had like a movie theater in that mall back or something. Back See, or something. All my travels was like young, so I didn't get to experience okay. like stuff. <laughs> well, I guess it don't make sense for my next question because I was going to ask how you felt about Coach Cal in the in the cast, but you you know where I, I like mean, that. but you know, what I'm, saying? I'm I'm in tune with basketball. I watch it all though. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? all my all my friends are UK fans. Okay, so I'm forced to watch it. Yeah, you got it. Like you gotta check try, it. y'all try to hang out. Like we probably watch the UK game. I'm like, why y'all never want to watch my team's game? <laughs> y'all never hang out watch the Duke game. Man, hell, never <laughs> man, how you feel about their situation, man? This year, this season, uh, man. like just the, the whole. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, COVID hit them pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so they canceled all the games at the beginning. You know, a best player didn't get to play at half the season, and then he ends up sitting out the rest of it. Like it's been pretty bad. And then we we out now. But they said yeah. if they select us, though, we still might play. Still might play. Okay. Okay. Now, when I go through Lex, anybody rides through Lexington, you see a bunch of stables. Um, so, you know, Kentucky is known for Kentucky Derby. I guess those individuals, they probably deal in, like, racing or breeding horses and so on and so forth. But 
that's not all that's in the city of Lexington. Is our you know them stables and, and, and no, like that. No, no, no. Uh, can you explain how the city of Lexington is broken down? And I mean, you, what you know, what side you from? Is it like I'm from? I like like I be out east on the east side of Lexington mm-hmm. for the most part. Like you know what I'm saying? But like kind of made a little name for myself. Out Woodhill, which is uh, you know, they call it Hillside, you know what I'm saying? Cause you know, I'm trying to make a little thing out there. Yeah. But like majority, like I'm from out east, so. But like nah, I mean it's, it's Lexington, it's just like any other spot. Yeah. Like it's just not as big, you know what I'm saying? So we still got a lot going on, you know. It's just that nobody really pays attention to, like what it is, like people that ain't into the horses or big business <laughs> or, uh. You know, just anything they got going on downtown because they try to, like, keep all that away. Like, we don't really have, like, club. We don't have, like, black clubs and stuff here. Yeah. Because they oh, they don't really want it. So, it's, like, hard to come That's by. Crazy. Yeah, like, anytime, like, somebody tries to do something, like, they try to, like, knock it. Like, just a dude now, he just opened up one, like, earlier this year. Okay. But, you know, he's trying to keep it going. He does a whole lot of different things. Uh, but it's called Stings, but... I mean, they still try to give him a hard time because he's a black owner. Yeah, yeah. So that, but we still got hoods and we got sides. <laughs> right. And people claim this and you know they gang, you know whatever. <laughs> but you know we just like anybody else, just on a little smaller scale. Just small, yeah, right. Just like just like Rackham, same way right here. We we on an even smaller scale. Yeah, you know y'all saying? still got all of that. Some yeah. of it I'm new to. I heard a couple guys say this from a side, and I was like, I had to ask speak. I said. Well, what side is that? I thought Radcliffe was like a street. Like, Listen, well, they got north side, south side. They got all the sides. I'm like, man, you know, it is what it is, though. Um, growing up, what was your family structure like? Were you an only child? Did you have any other siblings? Um, I got, like, I was, like I said, I was an army brat. Um, so I, my mom and my dad, like, split, like, early. So pretty much with my mom the uh-huh. whole time I got uh three younger I got two younger brothers and a sister. Like so two sisters. So but you know, it's pretty stable. My mom was just everything that I needed, you yeah. know what I'm saying? My dad moved and I decided to stay with my mom. I went with him at first, but I decided to come back and stay with my mom. So she's been my support. So Yeah. That's what's up, mom. You know, you know, moms always hold it down. Plus, uh, yeah. it's, it's what is it? Women's uh, Women's Month? Or, it is. Yeah, Women, yeah. yeah, I didn't know if it was a month or a week. It's a, something like that. <laughs> shout out to all. Shout the out to though. y'all. Though. You know what I mean? The mothers, the single mothers, the married mothers, everybody. Shout out to all y'all. Shout out to them. Um, so, was your was your father in the military, or was both were uh, they both in the military? Just, just my dad. Okay, just my dad was in the military. So, when your pops left and he ended up moving on, what, what did you see your mother doing for a living growing up? Uh, my my mom just did a little bit of everything. Thing, you know, whatever mm-hmm. she had to do, um, you know, work, whatever job she needed to work to yeah. keep everything going. Uh, you know, right now, um, you know, she does hair now. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, oh, that's a, that's that's a, that's a lucrative business right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, she kills it. Like, she, like, she don't even take no breaks, you know what I'm saying? She, you know what I'm saying? She's like a two-time breast cancer survivor. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, she just keeps going, keeps moving, and just stays motivated to... Keep happy and be happy. Uh, education is always important, especially yep. growing up in a, a black household. Mm-hmm. What high school did you attend? Um, how would you say you did in school? Um, I went to Henry Clay High School. Uh, 
And, you know, I was an athlete, so that's how grades went. <laughs> I did I did what I could. You did what you, you could. did what I could to play. Yeah. But, you know, it ended up costing me in the long run because uh-huh. um, I didn't know how things worked. I didn't know that you had to have a certain grade point average to go to this school or that school. Yeah. So I was just like, as long as I, I'm passing, I ain't never got to sit out. And I'm I play good. good. I should be good. Yeah. You know, but that limited my opportunities, which end up making me not even want to, like, pursue it in college anymore because mm-hmm. I didn't like where I went. Right. Okay. So what did you end up? I was going to say, I know you played football in high school. First, what position did you play? Um, and did you all win? Did you help your team win any championships, break any records, anything like that? Um, nah. Uh, we... Um, I ended up going. I ended up having a full, getting a full scholarship to Kentucky State. Okay, to you go went to Kentucky State. That's what's up, yeah. Thoroughbreds. Well, I didn't really go for too long. <laughs> <laughs> no, <clears throat> I just felt um, not. Not yeah, I, we was close to winning a championship one year with uh, Shane Boyd. Uh huh. I played with him. I was like a sophomore, to see him. Played with him. We was close, but he ended up getting hurt, and and our best receiver ended up getting hurt. So oh, he kind of okay. like derailed that whole season. I think we was like. That year we was like top fifty in the nation. Okay, like we was rolling, uh, but was then the injuries to our top quarterback and top receiver, which one ended up going to UK and one ended up going to Michigan, like that killed us out. So we ain't no championships, winning seasons every year. I'm saying they didn't really break no records. I, you know, I feel like my coach didn't do everything he could for me. So, I, what position did you play? Running, um, like running back, receiver okay. type. Okay, still doing anything. <clears throat> Um, now I saw on uh, when I was doing some research and doing some homework, I seen that you uh, play semi semi pro football. You still playing semi pro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still okay. play out of Cincinnati. Yep, yeah, yeah. How yeah. you like? How you like that? I like it. Like football is just like really fun to me. Okay. Like so that's why I just can't stop playing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just still fun to me. So uh, like as long as you know what I'm saying, I just. You know, it's, you, the way you feel, like, I just want to keep doing whatever I want to do, no matter how old I get or whatever. I just feel young. I feel... You feel good. Bad. Yeah, I just feel good. And, and you know, my, my oldest son motivates me to just to keep doing stuff because he's, like, sports-oriented, so... Okay. That's what's up right there, man. That's that's crazy. You still out there getting it in. Yeah. How did, how did COVID affect your y'all season and the ability for you all to be able to practice and stuff? Oh, uh, well, actually, last year, like, we usually play, like, the semi-pro season usually runs from, like, May May to, se- to September. Mm-hmm. Um, So it canceled it this uh, past year. But what we did was we ended up, like, I guess things started getting lifted and stuff. So we ended up playing, like, an abbreviated season. Um, and we played, like, five games and then, like, a couple playoff games. Championship. My team went to the championship, but we lost. But we started that in, like, September. Because that's when COVID was kind of, like, they was, like, letting people do stuff a little a little more. You know what I'm saying? That was, like, back last last September or somewhere in there. Uh-huh. So they let people start do a little more. So we we started back up this abbreviated season. So not too bad. That's what it is, man. I, um, so I want to give a shout out to my homie Devin. Um, he's a part of a group of black professionals, um, and they just started the Louisville Extreme, and that's an indoor football indoor football pro team. Yeah, I heard of them. My friend was trying to get me to come out and oh, yeah. try out for. That's what I was wondering. Would you think about going out there and doing I, something like that? I that. The 
I was I would have thought about it, but I was like injured at the time of the mm. the the tryouts. But stuff like that, like arena ball like that, isn't really worth it for me because it just doesn't pay enough. Like I'd rather just play for free with the semi pro and have fun right, than right. really have like the structure of having to always be at practice. So having to always drive to Louisville and not really getting paid too much to do that. Like yeah. I do, yeah, I just I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I go up there, I might get paid this week, I might not get paid this week. If I do play, if I don't play. Like I'm like okay. And then they probably practice every day or every other day. And I'm I, to work and then do that. I tried it one time with the War Horses. That's only because they was in Lexington. Yeah. But that was even hard. Time, time, too time consuming for you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Practicing from like, cause everybody works, so practices was from like nine to eleven at night, and like we're practicing nine to eleven or nine to midnight. You know, what I'm saying something like That's that. Crazy. You know, yeah, like it's crazy because you got five times because. Like y'all not paying me enough to quit my job. Yeah, yeah. So they had to make practice. They couldn't have practice in the morning. Most people work first shift. So they got practice in the evening. Then the place we was practicing had to be a certain time. So nine to twelve every day when I was doing that. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's that's killer right there. Wow. That's killer. Uh, many of us grew up listening to the music that our parents, our older siblings would be playing. Um, what type of classics was your mother playing in the crib on that Saturday when y'all just sitting back relaxing? <laughs> I mean, just stuff like Whitney Houston, um, you know, Whitney Houston, like Boys to Men, um, stuff like that. Mama would wake up listening to, yeah. of course, like Luther Vandross, and you know, what I'm saying New Edition, like just stuff like that. You know, out here. Right. Do you think that listening to that music back then that your mother was playing? influenced or inspired you in the music that you make today? No, I don't. No, I, you know, I appreciate that type of music because I still like it. I still love it. Yeah. I, but that didn't really, like, point me to even even think about, like, doing music. Not even at the least bit. Okay. My whole future was pretty much I was going to play football. You, you was focused on football the whole time. Yeah. So that's what I was going to be. That's what I should have been. But, you know, I messed up. I messed up. I feel like my coach messed me up. So, <laughs> like, cause I didn't, I didn't like K State at all. <laughs> you didn't at like K State, oh yeah. At Where all. did you want to go? Like, I based my, I knew how good I was. Yeah. And I didn't think that that school was where I could have been. Okay. And I don't think that he shot me around like that, like he was supposed to. Yeah. I mean, how many people, like you know, back then, like was running like four three forties. Not many. I was floating. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I talk like I like I I talked talk to Florida State's coach Bobby. I talked to Bobby Bell. Like I went to camps, like mm -hmm. talked to them, and they was like they wanted me. Like they they was like they had to get the recruiting process started, but my coach didn't even like send my tape to him. You know what I'm saying? Told him <laughs> told him it was my responsibility. I didn't know how it worked. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was just me and my mom. Like I can only trust the coach, and my mom don't know nothing about it. The only person I could trust, you know what I'm saying? My dad like wasn't around like that or wasn't in so I couldn't talk to him right. to help me get into school. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh well my coach, you know, he knew I was going to these camps and I let him know what was going on. Mama don't know, she trusting the coach and trusting me to tell her. But then the coach like <laughs> he screws me over and then last second, you know what I'm saying, I think uh 
you know, they sent my stuff to K-State, and K-State had just got a new coaching staff, so like, they was looking like, oh, shoot, okay, let's, we'll, give, we'll give them a scholarship. Yeah. So that was cool, you know, but plus they was the only, team, only school offering me to play offense. I had two other schools want me to play defense, but I don't tackle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't stay. Yeah, I don't do that stuff. That hurts. <laughs> exactly. That's why I stuck to. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I'm cool. I'm not, you ain't finna tag me. Plus, like I told Davis when he was here the other day, I was like, man, back growing up, you know, when we was in the streets playing football, like in the backyard playing football, it's like everybody wanted to get the guy who had the glasses on. You feel me? He's the wicked. Knock his glasses off. Right. Knock his glasses. You see what I'm saying? So I was like, man, I'm cool, man. No matter how soft they hit you or hard they hit you, if your glasses came off, that made their day. Yeah, you, you know, you know, I knocked with his glasses off, right? Glasses off, man. Yeah, I popped him. It's like, hey, bro, you need to. You swept across my face and it fell off. Right, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, I'm cool, man. Like, Smear the queer. They, they kicked the ball directly to you. All the other, they, man, get it to him. Yeah. You want to run it back? Like, come on, man. That's Everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I was like, nah, that's a rap. I ain't even fooling with it. Um, oh. Early in life growing up, what music did you end up falling in, falling in love with? You know, because I'm pretty sure you came up in an era where I came up in, where we, that, that 90s music. Which label, artists, and groups that you were you rocking with back then? Uh, you know, I, I like... All like all the nineties music, um uh like I don't I like all music. So like yeah. I was like in a TLC show. Um like all those. But then when it came to like rap music, oh man, you know, everybody was a no limit soldier and then we was our cash money millionaires. You know, you know? <laughs> I'll never forget having my homeboys, man, um we when we lived on Knox, um a couple of cats who were seniors when CDs drop, they would leave, go to the PX. I'm like, man, I got my 10. You know what I mean? Because you know, Master Peter was dropping dropping something every, every week. week. You know what I mean? So we like, man, I got my 10. Yeah. I got my 10. <laughs> we had them all. You know what I'm saying? You can see right here, this is part of some of these CDs we was getting from back in the day. And I still got, that's not, that, them just the ones I like. It's still some more that's just still put up. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that was definitely it. So Cash Money Master P. Um, I also saw while I was researching that you um, you started working with G-Mac, artist G-Mac, early on in his career. Now, I remember hearing him back and hearing about him like 2009, 2010 time. That's when I had just came back from Bowling Green and I started shooting videos. So before I got into the podcast and I was the video guy. So we used to run around shooting videos, used to always hear about G-Mac and his music all the time, just, you know, because I was running around on the music yeah. scene. How did you end up getting connected with G-Mac and working uh, with him? Like, we pretty much, like, we lived in the same, like I said, we was out Wood Hill, like, we lived in the same hood. Mm -hmm. So, like, ended up just being my dog, like, we was cool. Okay. So, you know, me and my friends, we just all, like, best friends, and we just ran with him. He was the older person, so we ran with him. He needed a team, so when he did like his promo and stuff like that, cause he like one of the first people like just running around here doing everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. First person with the type of car everybody wanted, the whole rapper look. Yeah, he went all in on it. You know what I'm saying. So we just started out like just hanging his posters and 
all of the extra stuff. Yeah, and the street being team the, for yeah, yeah, being a street team and you know, lightweight, like you know, like security type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you know, he ran with us, he trusted us, so because we was friends, and he knew that we wouldn't. If there was issues, we'd help, and if he needed us to do whatever we needed to do, we'd do it and hang posters, whatever we needed. We got it because right. we was friends, right? And he didn't treat us like nothing less than that. Okay. So that is how I, what I seen or admired. Yeah, to start we're, we're working with him yeah. now. When you were out there and you were in Frankfurt, have, did you ever hear of a group? Our crew dogs, dogs for life. Uh, no, never heard. Used to catch them out of Frankfurt. These some of my guys, they they was uh dogs for life, man. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I, no, I they used to rap and do their thing, but that is let you know how it was a while ago and how many people were doing music back then. There was so much going on back then. You know what I mean? That it's crazy, but you know, I definitely know that I heard a G Mac. I heard a G Mac and everything that he was doing. I think he won a couple of Camp Camp awards. Yeah, and all types of stuff. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you said after being next to G-Mac, you decided that you wanted to pick up the mic and do your own thing and start doing music. Uh, what made you want to start telling your story through the music? Like, it's kind of weird. Like, I started back then. Like, he made me want to start rapping. Mm -hmm. That looked like something that I wanted to do. I was interested in. So I started doing it. Um, you know, I was like in a, in a group with like me and my friends. It didn't end up just being me and one of my other friends named Crutch. Like, and we had, we came out with a couple mixtapes. I don't know where any of those are right yeah. now. <laughs> and, and that goes to show, like, how it it was important to me at the time. But, like, I ended up, like, stopped doing it for a long, 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 long time because I felt like everything, most of what I was saying, I was just saying stuff that people wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. Or, like, it, so it wasn't, like, really me. So it wasn't authentic. Uh -huh. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to sound like this because I don't want to hurt this person's feelings, or I don't want to say that because right. I was like, I was like, so I, I can't, um, I can't, um, I can't do that. So I just stopped doing it so I could find my voice and really go at it because I don't want to do anything that looks silly. Right, right, exactly. So when you first began rapping, what would you say that your sound was like? You know, everybody at that time wanted that, that uh, what? Young LA sound that went at that sound yeah. like, like so I tried it yeah I made like a couple of songs that sounded good okay uh -huh. but at the end nah it wasn't it so when you was releasing that music back then and y'all you know putting pushing these mixtapes out what was the response that you were getting from your peers were they feeling the music did they think you should have went in a different route or what and that's and that's like something like we really didn't do we we had we printed up we printed up um all kind of cds and stuff like that but we didn't we didn't push it like we were supposed to we had people that said like you know it was good music you know it was this it was that you know and you know and now like today people say well well marcus of course uh, you know your music sounded good it sounded good back then like of course why you know you just getting you've gotten better at it you know what i'm saying but i yeah. i didn't think so like and but we didn't really push it back then people said it sounded okay but it that just wasn't enough so i was just like mm, me and, and concentrate on life right <laughs> <laughs> now at that time you were going by young lex right yeah 
Um, what are some of the, what are some notable projects that you all did put out? I know you said that those mixtapes, you don't know where they are, but what are some notable tracks or mixtapes that you put out? Uh, I I honestly can't even remember any of the tracks for real. Yeah. But like when I me and my friend we we released uh the Get Back, me and my friend Crutch, we released uh the Get Back Volume One and the Get Back Volume Two. Um you know, um, we remixed like G Max Get Naked song on one of them. Um, we did another song with uh, with Young Chew on one. Um, Chew, producer Chew, yeah, okay, back yeah, then, okay, like we okay, did a song, we, from uh, he, he, well, not from Atlanta, but yeah, 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 Atlanta. yeah, Atlanta now. Oh, we did a song with him back then, like you know, so it was a couple of decent songs. Uh, work with Mino, I still work with Mino now, Mino messed with us then. Uh, then I released. A solo project was like the number one contender, uh, and I had that on iTunes for a little bit. Like it's when that was, it was starting to hit, um, but I really didn't push nothing to do nothing to compete with anybody that was doing music for real. So what what's what, what's up with G Mac now? Where he at? Is he still doing his thing? Or? No, he uh, he in Charlotte and he owned like two nightclubs there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cause he had like he owned like two in Lexington, but. Like I said, they, they don't did. want nobody had no had no uh, club, no uh -huh. black person, no black owner, no club. So they always do something. Or black people themselves, your friends, come yeah. mess it up yeah. and want to tear it up. So as soon as they do that, police is like, see, we knew it. <laughs> shut this down. Yeah, shut so this down. He had to get up out of there, but like, uh, think he in Charlotte now, and uh, he's got two clubs down there, I believe. He's thriving. Oh yeah, so I know he's taking off when that CIAA is going down. Oh yeah, like he was telling about some of the things that he always got going on. Like always, he's got celebrities there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying at the bed at the time. So like yeah, his clubs is pretty nice. I haven't been, I haven't gotten to Charlotte yet, but now that I'm back doing what I'm doing, like I'm definitely gonna make that move. So why did you decide to uh, change the name up to Lex and um? When you switched your name up, did you decide to go in a different direction with your sound? I know earlier you just spoke about um, some of the things that you were spitting. You didn't feel as if it was authentic or it was you. Um, so what made you want to change your sound and kind of get into that? Uh, you know, I just changed my name because, you know, obviously I got older from when it was. And I thought, you know, Lex would just stand on yeah. its own uh, and definitely change my sound. Definitely changed it. So, I, I make music with the times, obviously, that people want to hear it, but okay. I speak me. I tell what I got going on. I tell my story. I tell what I know, and I don't care who <laughs> hears it now. Like, yeah. And I say it the way I want to say it. Like, there's no extra trying to sound like nobody else. If I'm trying to if I make, trying to make a song and I have to, like, do my voice a certain way, that's, that's cool. But I'm making a song, and I'm still saying me. I'm saying what I want to say. You're going to feel me. Talk, I like that, man. So, so would you say when you go in and you're going to the studio to record, are you going to make the music that it makes you feel good, or are you gonna go in there and try to say, "Oh, I'm trying to catch this radio hit. I'm trying to make this song a particular type of song." I make, I'm, I all the music I make is my is my music, mm -hmm. and when I go to the studio, I don't even go to the studio unless I. Like, I don't go to the studio to vibe. I don't have to go to the studio to vibe and catch it or none of that. Yeah. I, I'll just sit at home, my phone, my headphones, find beats, write to them, and I might write 10 songs and, to, and then decide only two of them I feel like I should go record. Right. You're like, so, but it's all me. I feel like it's authentic. I 
the stuff that I say, I just feel like me is what people want to hear now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just pick beats that people might feel mm-hmm. a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Or, or spit it away that people might feel or relate to. But other than that, you're still getting my story of what I want to say. I ain't saying nobody else's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. It's like, man, come on. Yeah. Nah, let's, not even, let's not even go there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, you said a few minutes ago you talked about how you all, you, you were serious about the music, but you don't know where your mixtapes and that music lives. Now, um, and I'm not saying that this what I'm about to say is anything about what, what you had going on then. But mm-hmm. one thing that I always say um, is that I always say paperwork first, everything else is secondary. And that the music business is 85% business and 15% rapping are just the music portion yep, of yep, it. Yep. Um, in your opinion, how important is it for artists to have their business in order when they jump out here in the field and start uh, recording and pushing music out? Uh, I mean, it's definitely important. I mean, and, 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 and in business, it's money. Like, because to get the paperwork or to get, like, you know, the stuff, well, not necessarily, like, registering songs like that, none of that costs, mm-hmm. but your business right as in, as far as, like, you got to sound right and you got to look right. Right. Before you even going to get, like, recognized. And a lot of people don't realize that, and a lot of people think that they can do everything on their own. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. Like, if you knew how to do it, yeah, by all means, do Make it, it the cheapest way. Yeah, do it. <laughs> but if you don't know how to do it, and a lot of people don't tell people that they can't do it, like yeah. the sounds not it. And that's why a lot of the times that I didn't want to, um, a lot of the times I didn't, I didn't want to come out unless I could put enough money together to do what I had to do, and to come out. So now I'm. Uh, I'm I'm at that point, not far <laughs> far ahead, but I'm at that point. But definitely, get get everything in order. Do your research um, on everything that you need to do before you jump out the window. Because mm-hmm. make it like make it count. Yeah, definitely make it count. Um, would you say that you like the music? I, I obviously, from the sounds of it, you like the music that you're making today more than the music that you were making. Uh, prior, right? <laughs> <Way better. laughs> well, why would you say that? Is it because you think you know just more being more authentic with what with, with the content that you're pushing out? Yeah, that's definitely 100 percent it, 100 percent it. So I felt like I was still picking picking stuff to do, so picking certain beats and trying to make certain good songs. Like I, was, I think some songs sounded okay, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't as real as I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And at the time, you know, what I'm saying the first tape, I was in a group. So, you know, I had to spit the concepts 50-50. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, now, like, my music is better because I'm just saying what I want to say and it works. Right, okay. Now, um, the dojo. I hear a lot about the dojo. It's a studio up there in Lexington. Um, when you go there, and you 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 do record at the dojo, right? Yeah, I record, yeah. So when you go to the dojo, what are... The studio period. What is your creative process like? Um, like I said, like I'm already prepared. Mm-hmm. So I already got I already sent the beats to whoever's engineering me that day. So we got send them to him, and he loads them up, and I go in there, and it's just time. Like I might, you know, have a drink or something, calm my nerve. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but other than that, I just I'm already prepared to go in there. So I might, you know, in two or three hours, and you know, two or three hours, I probably do three or four or five songs. Mm-hmm. 
Cause I just go in there prepared Ready to do what to I have to do. Yeah, I don't have to go in there and vibe. I just go make music. It's all business. Let's get it done. Do you see a lot of artists coming in and out of the dojo that you have or you haven't worked with? Do y'all share some music or oh, anything yeah. like that? Yeah, everybody. Every time you go in there, somebody's already in there recording. So they want you to hear what they got coming out or what they thinking about dropping or mm -hmm. any of that. You know what I'm saying? You know, Els, you know, Ellie, Els Bentley, uh -huh. um, Paperboy. Yeah, you know, K State, uh, Bryce Jamel, uh, all kind of people come in throughout there. Yeah, I've been seeing. Um, I, I met Paperboy. He um, he came down to the producers' corner one time. Um, in in the Ville with John Wu. I know he works. He he worked closely with Wu. Or they they got they have some type of relationship. I don't know exactly mm -hmm. what it is, but uh, Paperboy's definitely doing this thing. Yeah. Um, have you had the opportunity to work with Paperboy? Uh, not yet. Like he a real busy guy. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Uh, but we talked about it. Okay. We have talked about it, so it's it's gonna happen. Yeah, I seen he was out uh, L. A. With yeah. Snoop and yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, doing you know, kind of, kind of, you know, making the moves, connecting the dots. Yep, yeah, doing what he got to do. He just dropped the video. I think that I think that's in L.A. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. He shot that in L.A. too. That's that's what's up right there. Um, now, uh, I think I want to say I seen a, 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 I heard a song and something with Cruzy. Have you worked with Cruzy? Nah, not yet. But another, like another. Yeah, okay, I'm something that y'all are putting. Yeah, okay, so it's not. Like, I'm yeah. tripping it. Oh, I thought I seen something with you and Cruzy. Nah, somewhere. I probably just posted her posted her stuff because I be posting like I like to show a lot of support mm -hmm. to anybody yeah. that's doing something. You know, what I'm saying that's the type of person I am. You know, you know if it's reciprocated, you know, yeah. it ain't. It don't matter to me. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Mean. I know. I know my heart. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Facts. I like what some people got going on. So. I show my support because that's what it's about. It's about support. It's supporting people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, nobody's like really blown up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just support everybody no matter what. You know, so that's what I do. But yeah, I definitely, uh, you know, I've talked to her about possibly doing something. But it's like I said, my process and writing music is like, t it takes a little time because I just make songs. Yeah. So I would have to feel this song went with something that she could probably get on okay. for, for my angle yeah, anyways yeah. before I hop, told her just to go hop let's hop on this and just see if it goes yeah like no because when I make a song I want to make it to be on something that I'm gonna use mm -hmm. of course I got songs missed but yeah that's why I'm so okay glad you said that because I was gonna say not every song that an artist goes to a studio and records always makes it or always comes out to be a hit record um when how do you determine if this record is going to make a project, which record is going to be the lead single, and so on and so forth. Um, well, this is, like, the first time, like, on the, the EP I just dropped. Like, this is the first time, like, that I really had to even, like, really put, like, real good thought into it. Because before, everything was just, oh, we did we did 15 songs. Put them all on there. Like, that <laughs> was it. Like, nah, no thought. But this time, you know, like, I only chose eight for my EP, and I did, like, 20-something songs. Okay. Um, so... Uh, it it was just a feel. Uh, yeah. A lot of the songs was like, how comfortable was I when I recorded them, and like the flow was was it sound? Was it did it all just reach and flow good together? So mm -hmm. that's as far as picking the songs. And if I pick a certain type of song, then I got to make sure all the rest of them match. So uh, it, it was a fairly easy process. And I got a couple friends to like help me tell me if some songs was good or not. And 
X some songs out like nah that it <laughs> yeah. don't even don't even that's a good song but don't don't yes I was gonna say you have like, <laughs> you have a listening session yeah, with like, the crew yeah, with like, the homies yeah, is like yeah, let's see what's what we gonna do yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay that's what's up right there it's always to have some good always good to have those people in your corner who's gonna let you know hey let's do this and let's make this yeah happen. because I told my friend like when I first started I said bro if I if I'm sending you too much trash, just go on and tell me, and I'll just keep working. Yeah. <laughs> no. Keep working as in keep working at 9 to 5 and stop right. doing stop the music stuff. <laughs> keep it a buck with me. Yeah. So I already know what it is. Yeah, don't let me waste my money out here, man. So, are those the, are, so would you say that your friends are the ones who you take your music to, and once you record a song, and do you take it to them? Who is somebody who you take it to? Like, hey, man, what y'all tell me about this? Is it one person? Is it a group of individuals? Uh, I got a couple dudes. My, my dude named Rick. Uh, well, three. My dude named Rick. Um, a friend of mine named Donovan and Daniel. Like, we, we got, like, a little group chat. And as soon as I record the songs, shoot it straight to them, and they give me their feedback on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they tell me what they think. That. I think their musical opinion is all a little different. Yeah. So they kind of give me all different opinions on it. And then ultimately, like, I make the final decision. But I I listen to what they got to say. But if it ain't all bad, I'm like, well, shit, if you thought one thing was bad, then that thing you thought was bad might be good to somebody else. So right. I'm like, okay, so we still might be able to work with that. But, um, but yeah, they, they, they tell me, they shoot it straight to me, you know. There's been songs they was like, no, it's not it. Not it. I'd be like, all right, cool. Go back to the drawing board yeah. with that one. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, cool. I don't. I don't, At least they're not yes men. Like, yeah, 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 that's dope. And they know the whole time. Like, I hey, do not want that. Nah. And that's what I, I see it all the time. Definitely don't want those all type of individuals in your circle. No. Um, now, you go in, you record, you're working on the EP, you work on your project, and you push it out. Um, then you, I mean, not necessarily push it out, but you're done with it. But maybe you have to go back, and there's some more things that you want to go um, to add to it now in that process where you're waiting how do you reset your palette and kind of you know zone out for a little bit then come back to the music to see what type of uh sound or new thing that you can come up with uh i i i, I don't know i guess i don't i, I just because sometimes i guess it's like yeah sometimes i get into writing and writing and writing and then i just be like I guess I get that writer's block. Uh-huh. So I guess I just got to, like, I just sit back and, like, I guess just seeing, hearing new stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That That's what gets me back. Because it'll be one thing, like, I hear and I'm like, idea. Let yeah, me go. Yeah. Let me let me listen to some beats uh, and let's see if I can get it out. But usually the beats just let me make songs. So I'll go through a whole bunch of beats and it, the beat takes me wherever it takes me. So if it takes me this direction, I go there. So I guess that's how I, I can... I, Cause if you listen to my EP, like it all doesn't sound the same. So it's, it's a mixture. Yeah, yeah. But it, it all flows, but it's not all the same. I'm not always speaking about all the same stuff. My hooks, my sound doesn't always sound all the same. So I just wherever the beat takes me, I just do it and just. And that EP is called Resurrection, right? Yep, the Resurrection. How long were you? How long did you work on Resurrection? And um, how did you feel about the? Uh, the, the response that you got from that project? Oh, let's see. I guess I recorded my first song for it like last January. Uh-huh. And that was, that's because I won a contest with Mino. He owed me some free studio time. Like, and that's the only reason I even started back rapping again. Because he's like, I give you some studio time. I'm thinking, man, like, I don't even rap no more. I ain't even rapping. But I was like, nah, let me, let me, uh, let me get back into it. 
And I made that one song like back in January, February, and I was like, oh, let me let me keep going, you know what I'm saying? So I just kept going. Um, so I ended up dropping the EP in like October of last year, you know, and we got you know maybe like sixty thousand streams. Okay. Uh, so I mean, it's doing it's doing okay. I think the the reception that I'm getting because I'm trying to push it. I'm always doing something like trying to get somebody to listen to it. I think it's it's going pretty good. I think it's only up from here, so that's why I'm still working. How long had you taken off before you got back in and started recording that music again? Like five, six, five. Six years. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, a long time. Like I was long. We're gonna do it. Like I said, you yeah. <laughs> was just you was like, man, skip this. I'm yeah, back. like it's I'm not football. doing this. Yeah, it's football. It's, and you know, and music is like, it's um, it's a clout game that I, you know, I just realized now. Like getting back into it, trying to do stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's all clout. Like people are chasing. You I know, think, what I'm saying it's not a lot yeah, real yeah. in it. I don't think. Uh, you know, some people are, but. A lot of it is like you said, it's, it's who you know. A lot of yes men. Yeah. Uh, some of the yes men are people in power, mm-hmm. so they empower their people below them, even though they're not it. Yeah. But you're like, oh, that's the next. Like, no, it's not. Like, you can't compare that to us on the radio. <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying you tell the truth. You couldn't tell me that that's that. Yeah. It's not the same thing, but they do that, and I see that. And you got to build relationships with people that you might not typically do it if it's just, like, street stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't want to, like, be no, have no relationship with this person. Yeah. But because it's the music, and they ain't really did nothing to you. Like, you know, <laughs> hate them. You know what I'm saying? You got to mess with them because of the position that they're in. Yeah. And they might give you something. Not, not everything is genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you asked me to be on here, like, I felt like it was, like, genuine. You know what I'm saying? And Or me... Like asking you about it, I felt like it was genuine because like we knew of each other, right? You know what I'm saying? So I felt like that. Okay, it's a good look for me and and right. you know, for, for, for me too. That's you know because that's the thing. I'm trying to make sure that I tap in with everybody who's doing something because I was gonna say like you came across the page. I seen your video. I'm like, man, I stopped and see the video. Come on, man. Okay, this video look okay, cool. So then that makes me. Jump onto your page. Now I'm looking at more and more, and I'm seeing what you're doing. I've seen I seen you just recently down in Atlanta, doing going down there. Put what you you went to Atlanta and performed, did a show, right? Yeah, performing in Atlanta. You was just in Louisville with uh with Dizzy, yeah, doing something with Dizzy. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, cool, yeah. Let's go ahead and get Lex on the podcast. You know, because at the same time, I want to be able to say. I want you all to be able to say, "Hey, I, this is somebody who I went, I went through there. We did this. Hey, this was this was this was pretty dope. Y'all go check him out. Or later on down the line, when you do something else and it's a project that you're trying to roll out, hey, let me stop through here because I'm now I'm going on my promo circuit. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I want I want this to be the stop. Yeah, relationships. So we, yeah, so we build those relationships. So this is that's the reason why I wanted to. So I was most definitely like, yeah, let me go out there because I haven't I haven't touched no I haven't touched nobody from Lex yet, with the exception of Cruzy. Cruzy did come on um, my other little platform, the Come Up Corner. She, she did do her thing there. Yeah, so, I watched that. And I'm going to bring that back, too. So, definitely going to have you. You know, we're going to make that happen. <laughs> okay, for sure, that. For yes, sure. sir. We're make that happen. Yes, sir. So, Resurrection came out. You got the stream. You said 60,000 streams with the Resurrection going on right now. What is one of your lead singles off of Resurrection? Uh, the lead single off Resurrection was called My Outfit. Mm-hmm. Um... That's the one. Is that the one with the video, right? Yeah, it's the one with the video. Okay. The one with the, uh, you know what I'm saying? And and when we shot the video, 
I don't want it to be different. I didn't yeah. want just to be the, uh, let me dress nice and mm-hmm. jump around with a little money in my pocket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I didn't want it to be just that. So, like, what we, what we did, like, I had, like, the look like Birdie from Above the Rim. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I did the Friday. And I did the uh, crisscross yeah. thing. So, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was called My Outfit. You know what I'm saying? But it was diff- different outfits, different movies. Mm-hmm. Like that, so that's the direction we went. So I, I think everybody liked it. Like that came out. Uh, that was that was dope. Who that's came up with the theme? Did you come up with the theme for that, or did the director who shot the video come up with it? I, y'all I, kinda, came, I came up, you, I came up with it, and we and he just like pieced it together. Okay, but I came up with what I wanted to do. I wanted to do this. I want to do it here, and I like this. And okay. He was like, "All right, I'm gonna get you together." Shout out to uh, that's my visuals. He probably the best dude in the game right now. Is he at um, Lexington? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who? What's his name? Now, it's a couple other guys like that I known from back when I was doing videos. I know Gorilla Grind. Yeah. yeah was yeah. he was he's doing? doing he's still doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And then there was another cat out there. I can't think of his name. Um, but he rap. He was an artist as well. I can't think uh, of his. B- uh, Bob Munson. I don't think Not he's, him. Oh, he's, he's um, doing this he. I, I, this is the only thing that I can remember. The last thing that I seen that he did. He did a. He did some picture that went viral, and it was like of a. It was like a maternity photo shoot that he did, and it, I can't think of his name though. But he's a. He's a videographer. I want to say that the the dude and the chick were by a tree or something like that. And uh, some talking about uh, Ron Morton. Rob Morton, yeah, Rob yeah, Morton. yeah, yeah, exactly what his name is. Yep, man. yep, yeah. I uh, I actually came down and was a videographer for one of his videos. I just held the camera for him, you know what I mean, and um, did did everything for him on that tip. Yeah, but that was pretty. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, he like he's dope. Like I actually have another video with my friend Sife. We shot a while ago. Was pretty nice though. But uh, Rob actually shot that one, mm-hmm. and that was dope at the time. Yeah. Uh. And he actually, when I called him, when I was jumping back into it, I was like, well, I got to call people that I trust and know. Yeah. <laughs> so I hit him up, you know, and he was like, he's like, I actually don't do music videos anymore. He said, but I got a guy. And he said that studied with me. So he pointed me and that's my visuals. Direction, okay. And he shot my video. He a cool dude. So that's what's up. definitely going to shoot all my videos until he blows up. So I need to hear him blow up too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> continue to keep you, continue to keep you uh, laced with the videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's dope. Now, you mentioned Chew earlier. Now, I know Chew produced. Um, he produces. He's still doing his thing, producing records and um, working with different individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, you also, he's based from Lexington, but you also have KY Engineering. And he's probably like one of the guys who touches majority of Everybody, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that, right that guys, yeah. Um, have you ever had the opportunity to meet him? Do you do you all have a relationship? What's what's uh, the deal with KY? We, I mean, I mean, we're cool. Like anytime he comes to Lexington, we we chop it up, uh, we talk. Uh, I ain't gonna say he's my, my best friend or nothing. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, but he's a cool guy. We chop it up uh, anytime he's here. Um, if I go to Atlanta, you know, since I got time, like he's always told me that I can stop by the studio and. He would like take care of time for me, give me okay. good price on it or whatever, yeah. whatnot to do it. So like, yeah, he definitely looks out when he can. So you know, hopefully, you know, I I don't like you know asking too many people that I know like are hired to do something until I put myself in a position to even be talking to them like that because <laughs> I because I respect what they do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't want to I don't want no handouts. Yes. Yeah. 
I want them to respect me for what I'm doing. And just like you seen my grind, so you asked, you know what I'm saying? I want people to recognize the grind and yeah. then be like, hey, what's going on? So, but I, I respect that man. Straight up. I know a lot of people always say, uh, sing your records down to KY because, um, he he the way that he does with the different the things that he can do on the back end with the sound and ah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. little things like that. Um so yeah, shout out to KY man. He's definitely doing he's definitely doing a lot of things. Uh how do you feel about the state of music right now in the state of Kentucky? Oh, it's it's alive now. It's booming, man. It's, yeah, you know, uh there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of good people, a lot, a lot of talent. And obviously, you know, with Jack Harlow uh-huh. blowing up like he did, you know, and, you know, ESTG now, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of people following, like, right behind them yeah. that are good. But I think that it's starting to take off, you know, and it's only a matter of time for there's the third and the fourth and the fifth, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Because now so I know people are looking like, okay, well, if he got Jack and... He got ESCG. Well, who's next? Because they good. Like, we got to yeah, be somebody else that we can snag up. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be the third. But, you know, um, <laughs> let somebody <laughs> snag sure. up. So, uh, so, yeah, I think it's booming right now. It's great. A lot of town. Yeah, of Mars. I, have you heard Mars? Mars official. Well, I think she's, I yes. think she's just going by Mars. Yeah, I heard yeah, her, yeah Mars. I heard her. She's definitely doing her thing. I want to say she... Um, she signed with RCA. I know. Yeah, I seen that on her page. Yeah, I know that uh, KY did. I think he touched a couple of her latest singles that she put out. She got this so frequently, and um, that's another one. I can't think of the other one, but yeah, she got two singles out right now, and I want to. I don't know if KY did both of them, but yeah, she's definitely. She Mars is another one. Yeah, I seen her. That she, yeah, I seen her like. Yeah, from KY man. Yeah, and Wu really Wu does he do a production or something like that? I, I know, know that be no, full. I, I know it's a production. The other one is filling me now. So frequently, Ness, uh, Ness did that. Now Ness is the producer who's he's based out of. He's from Bowling Green too, but you know he produced for Cardi. He produced oh, for okay. um, I know Cardi. Oh man, so I, I want to say is it Drake? Did he do something with Drake? Bryce, I know he did something with Bryson okay, Tiller, it, yeah. you know what I mean, so on and so forth. But yeah, he's definitely one of those ones, and I he did the so frequently record. So um, him and Wu, but he did. I know him and Wu connected, you know, back in the day. You know, Wu from down here too. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Uh-huh. So like I said, like like Biggie, uh, you know, connect me with like mm-hmm. <laughs> know all these people from here, right? And because I played semi pro ball here too. Okay, and I played for the Wolverines and okay. a long time ago. Yeah, so yeah, 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 when yeah. I started playing, like what was crazy is I started playing for the Wolverines and I ended up meeting Coney. Okay, and, and like yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. we started playing. Like he ended up becoming like my best friend. He did. He's actually the uh, godfather of my son. Okay, uh, and then I told. Speaker who I was talking, she's like, "What? <laughs> that, yeah, no way. We went to school together, like so. Like I playing semi pro, I got connected with like everybody down here, and then her like co signed me for everybody down here. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I knew that, and then I was frequently in Louisville a long time ago, even before the music and stuff like that. I was frequently in Louisville. So next time everybody. you talk to uh, Coney, ask him about that time um, him and my homeboy uh, BJ got it in on the streets. No Coney fast, but BJ got you that day. 
You ask him about that. Yeah, I am. I am because he always be talking about racing. Because before we knew each other, we ended up running state against each other in high school. Yeah. And he keeps bringing up the time that I had because his time was better than mine by like two tenths of a second. <laughs> we didn't even run in the same heat, but yes. he, he keeps bringing it up. He be sending me the screenshot of the thing and looked it up on the internet. I'm like, bro, we even raced one time after a football game. I told him I was tired. He yeah. went like a step. <laughs> That's how it was with BJ. BJ got him by like a step. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, we out here running on the street. Let's go to the track. Let's go. Let's get on the track. He's like, nah, man, we running right here. He already got you. Keep it natural right here. Right, man. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying? Man, let's get it. So do you plan to keep on pushing Resurrection um, on through or what's next? When are you coming up with your next project? Uh, I'm working on my next project right now. Mm-hmm. And as we speak, like I'm working on the next project, um, trying to figure out what song I'm going to drop next to start off my next project. So are you going to go for EP or are you going to try to play the single game? I know a lot of artists right now, man, that's kind of like the route that they want to go. They, they they playing a single game right now, trying to see if something catch. Uh, I... I go back and forth. I talk to a whole bunch of different people, new people, older people, to try to figure out like what's the best process to go. And there's really no, there's so many different answers. So what I'm gonna do is because I don't have a whole lot of music like out. I have yeah. the EP out. I have other songs, but I don't have them out. Yeah. But I have the EP out. So what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna drop an album sometime in the summertime, which is just gonna give me more material. Yeah. That I can push, and then it would give me more singles to drop throughout the year, hopefully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the game that I plan on playing with that. I, I'm going to drop another project to give people more music of me because there's not a whole lot out there of me. Yeah. So I don't want to drop a single this month, wait four months, and see if it catch, if it don't catch. No, I'm just going to give you a whole project and let and just keep pushing the whole thing. When I, I'll pick a single out here and there, but you know, you hear that single, you like it, now you got this project, and then you have another project to refer back to. Because it's all going to be new to you. Mm-hmm. The more people that I get in contact with, it's, gonna be it's all going to be new to them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So whether they hear my last song, and then they come back and be like, well, this song's off this album, but oh, he's got another project. Yeah, yeah go listen to that. It's all new to you. Because I plan on keep going and growing and growing. So the more I grow, like I know maybe the people that are here with me now listening, they might get like tired of it and want new music. You know what I'm saying? But I got to keep growing and I got to build a fan base so all these people will know who I am and they have something to listen to. Now, you're doing your music thing. Or do you, are you with a label? Or are you going the independent route with, under your own imprint? How is that structure for you? This is me, man. It's just you. This is me. Like, I don't, I don't like to look for nobody to really do nothing. Like, I'm going for it. Like I said, it's all clout. And I'm not trying to be that person. Like I'm like more of like a street dude. Yeah. So I don't I'm not looking like I said, it's hard for me to come up and be like buddy buddy with somebody like I don't really mess with. Right. But I have to do it. But it's so it's it's just me. Me and my friends listen to my music and I move to the beat of my own drum because I don't want to wait on nobody to do anything. Yeah, man, I hate that yeah. waiting for somebody. They're like, Oh yeah, I got you, I got you. And then I wait and I yeah, and then I do now I lost on missed on the opportunity. Yeah, you know they don't understand the importance of how fast or how fast you need something to come out. Yeah, and, so and if I so like and if like I'm that. not giving you all the money or you're not making money off me because I ain't no big artist. Yeah. I'm not you're not benefiting off me, that's when people don't like really mess with you like that. They can tell y'all they won't, but that's how it is. If, if niggas ain't benefiting off you, then 
They yeah, be like, nah, I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you, I got, I got you. you. They make it sound good. You know what I'm saying? They, they make it sound good like they're cool, but they're not always like that. Yeah. So I just do me, man. No no label, just Lex. And just going to keep dropping until somebody feel me. Yeah, that's the that's the definitely the best route to take. Producers, producers who you're currently working with. Do you, are you working with producers here locally, or have you been reaching out to people in other areas, different regions? Like when I when I pick out beats and stuff, like I, I go through people, like I listen to beats from local people or whatnot. But they they don't always like catch my eye, mm-hmm. you know, or my ear. Like, so, I, I just get on the internet and I buy the beats from random people. Yeah. Because it be like, it, I get different a different sound. Yeah. So, I'm not getting, like, just no Kentucky or whatever. Like, so, like, I think I did a beat the other day. It was, like, almost like one of them drill-type beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I got one of those. And just a whole bunch of different. I, I like I like the different sounds. Yeah. Like you said, I, I, that's why I'll sound a whole lot of different ways. So, I like different sounds. Now, when I've been when I've been looking at a couple of your interviews and reading up on everything about you and stuff, I see you've been mentioning um, Von Dirt. Those are those some of the people who you're listening to right now? Ah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like Dirt probably on top of the game right now. Yeah, I love. I'm, I'm, well, until, I'm loving until Dirt Drake right now. just dropped. Yeah. <laughs> you so know? you you a Drake fan? Ah, Drake's uh, six guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I always had this conversation with Drake. Like, like, I'm gonna tell you, man. I've always, I in the beginning, I was the biggest Drake hater. <laughs> like, ain't no Drake, nothing. You really, but you, but because I love music, I still cop the albums, and I still miss Bob. But nah, you feel me? And I think it was because you know I like me. Did he do? <laughs> He, he ran through Meek a little bit. I'm like, chose, ah, chose your side. You huh? feel me? I, I picked my side and I I'm stuck. Here, and I stuck. Well, I'm over here with Philly Meek. Philly cat. Right you here, are bad. You know what I'm saying? And this is what it is. This is what we going to do. Yeah. This is what we riding. I told yeah. everything. is like, nah. Then after a while, it's like, man, that record is. That's that power. Alright. You know what I mean? And so it's like, man, okay, cool. Man, let, me give, let me give it to him. So let me ask you this then. So what, anytime somebody brings Drake up. I have to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Do you put him in the category with the lyricist or do you put him in a category with the great artist? The reason why I ask that question is because the whole questionable pen thing. And I know a lot of people's like, man, you can't question his pen. You just hear what he dropped. Da, da, da. How do you feel about that situation? And where will you put him? Uh, I I think he's in, I think he's in both. I, I, I because I don't think you can he is one of the top artists because he's so multi-talented. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody as talented as him as far as what he can do. Because he can spit with probably the best of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then he makes music. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, the whole questionable pen thing, I, I don't, I don't, I get it, but then I don't get it because, I mean, I hear what you say, like, oh, he didn't write it. It's like, but a lot of people don't come up with their hooks yeah. or something like that. And then yeah, if you listen to, like, the the tracks, he didn't use all the words. Yeah, he's yeah, he definitely he, he used it up. The, he used the the cadence. Yeah, but that's what you inspire people inspire people or show you the the way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I took your cadence and I turned it into three million sold. 
you had your cadence, and you just getting paid by me for taking it. Like, I don't, I don't get it. We heard him sing the song. We heard Drake sing the song. If he would have came out with the song, it would have been trash. Mm-hmm. Because Drake sang the Drake, song. Because Drake is, is great. Because he, I mean, you, you just can't tell. Plus, he changed all the words. So right. The words wasn't the same. Right. Like, okay. so I don't get it. Like, you, he still had to put his pen on that paper to figure it out. Yeah. To make it sound right. And he did that. So, no, he... <laughs> the stuff he come up with, man, is, is crazy, man. Dog. And you got sometimes you got to go back and even listen to what he's saying and be like, I didn't even catch that. Didn't catch that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm mad, definitely. I, I like Drake. You know, I like I listen to the records that he come out with. Um, and I think for me, it was the I liked him on features, and mm-hmm. then when he would drop his project, it was more on the singing side. Than the rapping side, and I wanted to hear the bars. Ah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So I think he's coming back with the bars. So <laughs> we're definitely, it's gonna definitely uh, be nice to that, to see that scary you know hours I mean? too. You know what I mean? Do you so, like? Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I like that lemon pepper. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. They, yeah. they gave you, yeah. Him yeah. and Rick Ross always make good songs. So oh, yeah, you think they you think they'll come out with something joint a joint project I, with one I, of them? I read something where they actually are thinking yeah. about it. Okay. That's gonna be nice, then. Yeah, man. like that's gonna be that's that that's gonna be vibes right there. Yeah, that's gonna. And what's crazy is though, like Ross is gonna sell more than he's ever sold in his life because he did because that. Because of Drake. that. What uh, young? What, what's his name? Young Blue. He just said something like that. He was like, you know, I've made some money, but this is the fastest. I got to the money dealing with Drake. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, it's like I drop a song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I, I drop it. a song with Drake. It didn't even, it didn't even climb. It just nah. went straight up. And then <laughs> before you know it, we like, yo, who is this dude? You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then uh, the crazy thing about it, another cat who uh, uh, your wife, Japika, know, and who is from up here, he, he, be, he be lacing them with gear. My dude, he go by Rich Guy on Instagram. He lace, he be lacing all the artists. Oh, for real, man! With the clothing, man, Fab, Rick, he he lace Fab. Him and Fab, like, oh no, what's his real name? Uh, we go, we call him Juve. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. She's tell, uh, yep. She's telling me about him. We've talked about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, he be lacing Fab. He lace Rick Ross. He lace uh, Lil Duval. Um. Man, you name it. He's Slim Thug. He was just in there with T Mac not is too he, long is ago. He in te- is he? Is he? Where's he living? Is He's he, in Houston. In Houston, that's what, yeah. I, that's what I thought. In Texas, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. She like yeah. We it's been a while since we talked about him, but yeah, she was showing me like the things he was doing with the fashion and yeah. the clothes that he was. I was like, yeah, dude's got it. Yeah, he got it. And he was wearing certain stuff before people was like really wearing certain stuff. Yeah. And he was killing it. You know what I'm saying? That's and now, yeah, so, so that's dope. I'm, that's you know, definitely, I'm yeah, definitely. A lot of people you know, come out of, you know, doing their thing. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a Radcliffe thing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I keep hearing. <laughs> so, top five, Dead Eye Live. Is it hard for you to say a top five because it's too many different, because of the errors? Because a lot of people are like, yo, we're going to talk about top fives. We got we to gotta break that down into. Nah. Because every time I top five, it means they just like gifted people. Mm-hmm. So no matter how they do it or what they do, like, you know what I'm saying? And it has to be like all around the board. Because honestly, when you talk about some of the older rappers, like, we all have to be honest with ourselves. If we listen to it today, 
was he really spitting or was he talking about some bull? Mm-hmm. Like, and he might have been talking about something, but did it actually sound like that? You right, know what right. I'm saying? And it, some of it wasn't. Some of them are gifted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I would have to go like Tupac, Biggie, um, Jay Z, Eminem, and then Drake. Okay. Then crept in there. Okay. Put him in there. Yeah, a lot of people got Drake in that top five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, who who do you know has ran the game pretty much for 10 straight solid years? Yeah. He's been running the game. <laughs> he's been running the I heard, game. I heard somebody say, I, I think it was Charlamagne. He always say something Drake, though. But yeah. I think he was saying something about, like, ask somebody that they think Drake's reign was over. Cause, oh, yeah, I see Because wasn't nobody checking for Drake like yeah. right now. And I was, I was telling Big, I was like, I'm not checking for, um, I'm not, I know when, when Drake, when Drake says it's time, it's time, then we, 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 we stand up. The congregation stands up <laughs> when he says it's time until then. Yeah. We'll lay dormant. We'll listen to all the other stuff and we hope, <laughs> but when he says, Hey, I'm dropping. So he was, so Charlemagne was saying that this is the little baby era. What you think? Uh, it certainly is. Uh, like uh, if you can afford it, Lil Baby's killing. It. I like Lil Baby, I, but I think I think Drake is so like he, he's so locked in on the game. Uh huh. He knew that, but remember he had already done songs with Lil Baby, mm-hmm. but with Gun and them. Yeah. And I, but I think he knew that, and he heard everybody saying like, "Oh, Drake's not relevant. He needs that baby track." So he went and said, "Okay, I'm gonna give y'all this. Give me give you this baby." Because when I and these are, album, but these are the throwaways. Yeah. He gave you throwaways. These are Remember the throwaways. Remember, he dropped that one and the you know that twelve track mm-hmm. throwaways, YouTube songs. Everybody had heard all those songs on YouTube because somebody had leaked them. Yeah, he dropped and sold three hundred thousand. Like he's like like that that puts you right there because not only is your music good, your business is good. Yeah, like all the way, all the way. Literally. Like you you everything he does is planned out. So like you, you ain't got a choice but to respect the man for that. And he did it, but I don't think I, I think right now it is Lil Baby. Lil Baby is definitely tops in the game. But that was until Drake just dropped the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and the, and the numbers don't lie. Yeah, nah, numbers don't like, lie. Like he, they, they, you know what? Like one fifty his first week, probably saying, but they like he's a, definitely gonna do a million. Like yeah, when that project, nobody's when, doing when that. that official project drop is. Oh, when the official project drop. So just imagine this though. We uh we sit there and we see the three tracks. We like, man, them the coldest songs. But them stowaways. So imagine what the, what he said in his head. What the fourth <laughs> song is going to be? The, the the single? Yeah. What he's already got this planned out. What is that, that song going to sound like? That's gonna, <laughs> and you know what? He's going. He's about to start. I figure he's going to start dropping because he's going to want that to coast on into the summer. It's gonna be. Yep. It's going on to the summer, through the end of the year. I think this is when we're gonna start getting a lot of the new, the the new music from a lot of the big artists. I think Drake's gonna drop. Meek's gonna come right behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drake dropping. Ross will probably have some stuff. Kanye that's coming said out. he still said he's gonna drop Donda. Kanye got too much going on. You don't right like now. Kanye? I like Kanye. Okay. He got too much going on right I know, now. I know. I know it. But did you like the gospel album? I didn't really get into the you gospel like album. You ain't listen to it like you I didn't listen. To, I was. I wasn't feeling what Kanye was on. I, but maybe I need to go back and I, check. I, it. I, you should, I think you should go check because I, I think when people think that he's changed, he didn't do. 
he changed a little bit of his words. Because mm -hmm. remember, he had already dropped Jesus Walks. Yeah. And that, what that was he, a dope record. What he was speaking in that yeah. is some of the same stuff that he's speaking on the gospel album. He's I, just not putting it in a certain way to where it seems like negative. I think it was timing for Kanye when he started in the stuff that he was doing. People was like, you know, he got Sunday service. He's walking on water. He's yeah, that's down. like, man, I'm writing this gal. No, man, <laughs> I ain't listening listen, to this. Man. But I, I think know, he's going at he. He did the whole TMZ thing, going crazy. The with whole that. Trump stuff. Yeah, the Trump stuff, going to see Trump, and it's just like. Yeah, so I think that's why people. But I, I like, I'm a Kanye fan. I think. Yeah, that, I'm a Kanye. I think that that album was quite good for what it was, because you know it won like what. Three or four Grammys oh, or yeah. whatever or whatever whatever the big um, I forgot what it was was it Grammys something he big music awards yeah and he won like three or four up. and he wondered why they didn't invite he that he wondered why they didn't invite him to perform at the uh, ceremony but they thought that he wouldn't he wouldn't have done it but because he, of where he's at but he said he would have but Kanye would have came out there but, and did it. but yeah but and his production is so crazy and it's the same production he. He's doing this stuff. It's the same sound. I wonder where he gets where he gets that inspiration from in Wyoming. I know what is it about. You know what it is? Bluegrass Parkway. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it's nothing there. <laughs> you can't do nothing but music. And when you when you're rich and you can just do what you want and you just can afford to just go somewhere where there nothing is and you can just do that and nobody right. bother you and you don't have to worry about nothing else. Yeah, clear mind. Man, you know one thing that I like that I heard that Kanye did that I felt was dope. Um, the any everybody they said that when Kanye was in the studio, he he ordered food out and the people brought the food in. He put he gave the per he gave the delivery driver credit on the track or something to the sort of like that you feel me because he was a part of the creative process you know what you know what was crazy about that was if i didn't know that and i'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't know that you know how like good that is a right. good deed that is yeah. like nobody's doing that nobody's doing it so you talk you're taking a person who's delivering pizza to the studio and you just gave them you put you gave them credit on something that's, that's a check them, that's a check that is a check yeah and depending on what song that was exactly that's a big this nice, could be a big check that's a nice check especially like you know you're only working for a certain amount of whatever job you got because you're just delivering pizza yeah you know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden you get that uh, royalty check. Right, you get a royalty $1, check. Dollars. You're probably like, man, I just delivered to Kanye. He gave me a nice tip. Yeah. Probably got a nice little 50 or 100. Yeah. I'm good. Delivering the food. I'm cool. Yeah, I got to meet Kanye. Hey, did you guys? And then before you know it, you're getting a, you're getting a royalty, royalty check. check. <laughs> like, what? Like, that's... I, some people don't... They take all the bad stuff mm -hmm. and they just it just overshadows some of the stuff. Yeah, that some of the stuff. It's like, yeah, the only reason why I said the stuff about Kanye because I know he's going through the divorce with Kim right now. Yeah, and he's um, crazy. I think I, the last thing I seen they said they said Kanye told her you got to talk to me to my security. That nigga is a gangster. I said that's why. <laughs> this, this was the girl of your dreams, right? Finally got him. Got had three four kids with him. And now you tell her, you got to talk to me through my, my security. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, yeah, Kanye, you, yeah.
You, you you do feel like you're Jesus. Then he was out there, right. then he was out there tripping. Uh, he was out there tripping too about the whole uh, when she saying she met with Meek and something the whole Meek Mill situation. Uh, and, oh, you know, it's, guess guess I just seen the other day. Somebody was like, you know, people be digging deep into people's lyrics, right? So uh, on the Travis Scott song where Drake says, uh, "Crap, do the you know can took a right, cut the lights in the Travis Scott song." Uh-huh. Do my actually the directions to Kanye's house. You know they live down the street from each other. Yep. Somebody took look took a map of their houses and was like crept down the block, made a right, took a right. That's Kanye's house. So he goes down the block and makes a right. That's Kanye's house. Wow. Cut the lights. <laughs> I looked at that. I said, I said Drake can't be that cold. Oh. We just thought it was we thought it was dope. We was like, oh crap, down the block. Yay. Made a right. Like, hey. oh. <laughs> and then, then somebody puts it up, you're like, ah, oh, this He's talking to God. He pulled up to Kanye crib. He, he <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And he's mentioned something else like that another song like it. Dude's crazy, man. People's people's crazy. But it goes to show, like, look how long it went on for somebody just thought about it because it's Bars. Yeah, bars. Okay. okay. <laughs> okay. Bars. We, we, we support Drake around here. Yeah. We're going to support Drake around here. So, Lex, before I get you out of here, yep. let the people know where they can find you at on social media, where they can go download The Resurrection and the rest of the music that you have coming out right. shortly. Uh, well, my um, my EP out right now is called The Resurrection. It's out on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever y'all want to go. Whatever y'all got, go to it. YouTube. Any of that stuff and go to it. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram. That's where I'm at most of the time. So I said Lex859. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's Young859Lex. Um, I'm on Twitter. You can hit me up. 2684Lex. Uh, Clubhouse was everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> everybody I gotta is get up. you on Clubhouse. Yeah, I yeah, said, yeah, oh, Club let House. me get on Clubhouse. Yeah. So I'm saying Lex859. So you can uh, uh, get me on there. Um, but I got. I got the EP out right now, The Resurrection. I got two singles out called uh, My Outfit and uh, Best Friend featuring Bryce Jamel. I just dropped a video to that on Valentine's Day. Yeah. I think everybody's pretty been pretty much been digging it. I've been getting a lot of good responses. Like, my okay. mom love that song. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I'm right now I'm working on a new album. Hopefully it comes out in the summertime. That's what I'm pushing for. It's called All Love, No Trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got merch dropping with that. Okay. We'll drop with that here. So Merch is important. Yeah, so I'm trying to do everything the right way. So that's why I said if I wasn't coming out right, then I wasn't going to do it at all. So that's what I got going on. Let's go. Let's go. Well, like you guys know, the world that we live in can sometimes give us a distorted view. But here, it's all about having a clearer view through conversation. So thank you for tuning in. And now you see Lex through my eyes. Peace, love, and blessings. Till next time, the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes, with one eye, Willie. Peace. Listen to my daddy's podcast, the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes, with one eye, Willie. Don't forget to tap into the. Ayo, 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 ayo. Ultra magnetic TV. If you see them cameras Power by audio plug music. This is none other than your boy Ill Will, One Eye Willie, and this is the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes with One Eye Willie. What up? What up? What up?